How have we done it? How? Tell me people, how? How have we gotten here? How? 12 episodes? What? 22 followers? What? Let me get some more stats for you there. 184 is a number not connected to anything. What do we have here? The stats are good. 256 all-time plays. Now, that is over 12 episodes. 256 is a very nice number. Why? Because it's if you square 2 and just keep going, you get to 256. 2 by 2, 4. 4 by 2, 8. 8 by 2, 16. 32. 64. 128256 binary <laughs> um it has come to my attention that everybody who listens to this podcast is a fucking lion charded on the valley and they on the hills that was every song i listened to in the 90s when you went into the dance I tell you where does it that one get the sun here? Um, and so hardcore dub in the 90s. And then the DJ would kind of mix that in. He would add in um, a little something, some sweeter tunes, some lovers rock. Remember the songs used to make you rock away. <coughs> Sorry, the voice isn't warm yet. Those were the days. When love used to rain, yeah. Um, Junior Kelly, Barry Salmon. Um, wah, 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 wah. You love, you love, you love, you love, you love. <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> Like I said, my voice isn't worn up. And fuck you for giving me any talk or squinting your eyes when I'm singing. This is passion and love. I forgive you. I love you. Um, your mother's worried. But um, here we are today. So October was several months ago. But today is March the 1st, 2024. And it is snowing in Ireland. It never snows. My children were crapping their pants this morning. If I did have them, they were losing their minds. Um, the older one. I don't want to say his name because they have some creeps out there. But the older one, we went out there. We tried to throw some snowballs at each other. And in those situations, to me, it's hard as a parent. Because I don't know. Should I just kind of cuddle him a little bit and just give him a couple of underhand softball throws or should i light his ass up and let him know that the world out there is is a hard world so i started off the wrong way i should have started off a fun way but i didn't i got a big snowball and because it was resting on the concrete ledge a little bit it was kind of slushy and if you grew up in the cold you know that that makes snowballs with the density of a dying star. Okay? A black hole is imminent. And I, now I didn't go full toss. Mm. Um, I didn't go googly either. What I did is I gave him a kind of a trip up high. 
So the awkward, you know. Now, I didn't even know if I was expected to hit him. I just threw muscle memory. <laughs> muscle memory. I used to be a leg bowler back in the day. Mr. Mirage's PE class. He was an East Indian individual and he loved cricket. As everybody in Trinidad does. His race doesn't actually matter, but I want to set the scene. Portly gentleman, very thin, dark mustache. But his hair was peppered, salt and pepper, big old gut. And he used to pick on people. But, so my son, I threw that ball up in the air. And that thing just went. Hiroshima Nagasaki. Right on top of his head. Now he was so lit up with adrenaline and excitement from the snow. He didn't kick up a fuss, but it could have went, it could have went the other way. He looked back at me and he said, he said, oh, that actually hurt a lot, dad. <sighs> Again, more options. Do I say, sorry about that, son. I'll go, I'll go softer the next time. Or do I go back in time and say, why are you crying like a little fool for? You're not crying, go inside, go and bumble, bake you some cookies and make you feel better. I didn't say that. I didn't say the other one either. I kind of went in the middle. I tried to turn into a joke. I said, well, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, let go, let go. Don't study Just mumble a bunch of words in a high pitch. No, I said, um, I said, you had to be ready, bro. What do you think? I'd come up here with some kind of soft... Some kind of soft fire coming out here with heat. Heat, heat, heat. Plenty heat. Nuclear fission. And so that we started it that way. He started to pick up these big balls. He thought the big ones were better. I was trying to tell him, listen, your little body can't throw those big ones. Get smaller ones, get them hard and fling them. So I'm picking him off. I'm like shooting fish in a ball. <laughs> Sniping him. But he's laughing now. The balls are small. I'm not throwing them as hard. He thinks it's hilarious. He got me a couple times. It was a good time. But as a father in what I would call this trans, um, this um, transcendental, transferring, transitionary parenting. That's what I think we are. The millennials are trannies. <laughs> right? They're trannies. And we're transitioning from... Um, we are transitioning from our parents, right? You know, they kind of like leave them, let them do their own thing. When they F up, give them a real hard time. Respect is the utmost key. You can still lash. You can still lash and beat. We went through that ad nauseum in the last podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back to episode 11 and listen to the very hilarious, especially the end. When I was talking to that fella about, um, God bless, about his mother. And parents beating the absolute crap out of them. Um, and <clears throat> we, so we are the trannies in one sense because we are transitioning into maybe soft parenting. I don't know. Because um, I feel like the parenting will get a little bit. The parenting will get. What will it get? Because in some ways, I look at my son and I think <clears throat> he's so concerned about the life around him. Um, and I don't think my generation was. I don't think we were really 
too concerned about the life around us. I think we are more concerned with kind of our parents, what they thought of us ourselves. And that's maybe the transition. I think the boomer generation was like, let's make this money. Everybody go out in the workforce. You don't need to raise your kids. Get out and work, ladies. Um, you could do anything you want to do. You know, we don't have to, you know, hands off grandparenting. I hope my parents don't see that one. Um, to us, we in the middle um, of like, you know, let, getting the kids to kind of focus on on their community and that kind of stuff. And maybe themselves a little bit. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, and then, who knows? I mean, who knows what my children are going to be like. I mean, I don't know if my son is Gen Z. But, oh my God, I have a couple of Gen Z friends. And boy, do I want to strangle them sometimes. Holy Lord. You ever try to have a text conversation with one of these people? One of these excuses for life? No offense. I'm sorry. I'll take that back. I won't take it back, but I should take it back. I'm not going to take it back. It's tough. Urgent message. Hey, blah, 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 blah. You reply. No response. Three days later. All right. Cool. I guess that settles that. But where am I going with this? I was going to say, all right, my son, we had this snowball fight. He had the time of his life. We used to live in Canada. He wants to live in Canada because it always snow. So he had snow day today. It was fantastic. March 1st, Dublin, God bless. Everybody was complaining because Irish people are never happy with the weather. Rain, sleet, sunshine, whatever. Everything's too hot, too cold, too much. Three people. This is no exaggeration. On the 800-meter walk to drop my son to school, three people complained how they had no warning about the snow. You woke up to a miracle. What you talking about? Everything is covered in white. White. Well, yeah, snow is really the first colonizer, isn't it? Covering everything in white. Snow hasn't answered for itself. You know what I mean? Everybody's out there. Oh, it looks so nice when everything is covered in freshly fallen snow. White. That's what you want. Everything covered in white. You are a bigot. If you like freshly fallen snow, you are a disgusting racist. And that's not me saying that. That's the Geneva Convention. Right outside of The Hague. And when, when will snow be brought to justice for what they have done? Whitewashing everything. Right? And then what happens? Falls on the ground. It gets dirty. What is it? It's slush. We don't like this brown black slush. Listen, I'm tired of everybody out there. I'm sick of y'all, y'all being racist. The snow is colonizing us. And what are we going to do about it? Eh, the freshly fallen snow. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Disgusting. Anyway, we are the transitional parenting. We are transitioning. My son, he's the sweetest, the older one. The younger one, we don't know yet. He's too new. <clears throat> he's not brand new, but he's lightly used. And um, so my older son, he came, the other night, he came to say goodbye. He does, he's not super affectionate. He doesn't really like holding hands too much or cuddling or anything like that. But the other night... 
he came up to me to say goodnight. And he held my face. And he looked me in my eyes. And he said, Daddy, I love you so much. And he gave me a big kiss on my lips. And my immediate thought was, that's a little gay for me. That's a little gay for me. That was my immediate thought. And then half a second later, you realize, holy cow, I just got wrapped in this enormous amount of love from this beautiful creature that I helped create. Women like to take all the credit, but your wombs are basically a factory in China. And our sperm is the Apple Corporation that tells you what to do. They don't know what they're doing down there. They don't know. They're busting, they're getting rid of eggs every month. Wasting production. And then the jizz has to go in there and say, yo, put that on there. No, that skin too dark. You can't say, oh, go in on there. Watch your mother have freckles. Come out of there. What you doing there? Make his prick bigger. <clears throat> Whatever. Make the balls However. Make the hair. Don't start making the hair yet. Yo, yo, yo. Why are you making that? I tell you to make that? I tell you to put hair on the baby? You putting hair on the baby back? What are we trying to make? Wolverine? Listen. You do what I say, okay? I'm the boss here. So that's what happens is the semen goes inside and tells the, the kind of mother what to do and the mother kind of figures it out and flails and they don't know what to do. Is They only have nine months. They complaining, they have a nervous breakdown. But outside, serenity. Serenity. A woman in her last trimester is incredible. My wife was like, I thought she was dipping into some China white or some Afghani black or um, some kind of heroin. She was just level. But anyway, so my son kissed me in the mouth and told me those wonderful things. And because I grew up in one of the most homophobic places on the planet. That's what I thought. My immediate thing was just like, boy, this is real gay. And then, um, and then afterwards, I let my guard down. You know what I mean? The, the homophobia that surrounded me when I was younger settled. And then this wash of love. And I said, man, I can't wait to try this on my father. <laughs> he would lose his mind. I'm going home to Trinidad in a couple of weeks. And as I see him in the airport, I'll just grab his face and I'll say, Dad, I love you so much. A big kiss on the lips. I guarantee he'll go, Oh, God, what the hell? What's wrong with you, man? Guaranteed. Um, but they, my son's generation is very sweet. They hold hands, right? Again, stuff that if you did, oh, my Lord. If you roll up to school with your brethren, holding hand, interlocking fingers, I mean, that is it. Your whole social career is ended. Forget it. Forget it. It's not going any further. It's not going any further. Um, and unfortunately, that happened to a couple of people. Oh, the nicknames in Trinidad. Oh, good. Where this one fellow. Rest in peace, boy. Actually, he's still alive. But, um... He had a little poo poo accident, and then that was it. His name was Poo Pants or Tutu. In Trinidad, Tutu means poo poo. And, um, boy, 
Emmanuel's just his name was Tutu Pants. And no, actually, a year into high school, we learned in Spanish class that Tutu Pants, the, the direct translation, <laughs> was Dos Dos Pantalones. So um, they call him Dos Dos Pantalones or Dos Dos or Dudus for short for like three years. And then finally he tripped out, as he should have. You know, you're 15 years old, people call you Tutu Pants or Tutu or those those pantalos pantalones or those those or panty or doodos and he um he beat a man to within an inch of his life and then that was that we just call him by his real name i don't want to shout him out we call him kenneth but i was it. nobody there call him anything but kenneth from that point on and sometimes that's what you had to do to break out of that mole boy if you don't nip it in the bud and i had so many nicknames when i was younger and older and um, I don't know if any of them bothered me. Some of them were just annoying, maybe. And not very clever. Um, but that's the way it goes sometimes. <clears throat> when you're younger. I had a dream that I went back and saw my younger self. 21-year-old, Amon. He tried to start me one time. He said, what happened to us? I said, nothing happened to you. Life happened to me. You still run around here trying to have intercourse with everything in your in your path. I I I here trying to hold on a life. What do you mean? We're successful. You you have a podcast in the future. Twenty three people have subscribed on Spotify. Twelve episodes in. Some might say, brilliant. You have two kids, you have a wife, and it's pretty sweet. But you ain't looking like you're working out. Don't study who working out, bro. You want to go right now? You want to go right now? One time I tell him at 21 years old, so I say he might be stronger because I was boxing then, I was lifting weights, I was jacked, bro. Jacked. Um, but I have life, wisdom. Um, and I did a, a slight bit of grappling, but remember, jiu-jitsu isn't cool 18 years ago, whatever it is. So he wouldn't know. He see me coming in close. Young Eamon think he going, you know I mean, bob and weave and light me up. Now, he's probably much faster, but I'll just say, listen, let's put all this aside. This is what I would do. I say, young Eamon, I say, look, let's put all this aside. He say, no, 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 I'm going to bust your head. I say, listen, listen. Um, there comes a time in a man's life when he learns that fighting is not the answer. And I go in close and I hug him. And I hug, I just start to hug him tighter and tighter. And then I just slip into the rear naked chokehold. And I say, but that time isn't right now, bitch. And I just choke my younger self out. And he, he don't know what to do. You see, he's all piss and vinegar. He thinks punching and lashing is the way by choking him out. And and um, as he's going on, I say something real sinister in his ear like, See you soon. See you soon. I can't even remember what happened in the dream, but... 
I like to think that if I went back in time, I'd whoop his ass, my ass, or whatever you want to say it. That's all I need to be said. On this day, thank you everybody for listening. What a pleasure that was. 20 minutes of pure, unadulterated BS from my mouth hole. If you could share, like, and subscribe, all that stuff matters, not to me, but to the algorithms. Okay? Peace and love and know that I love you. I really do love you all my life. I pray for someone like you. I can't lie. Now that I finally found you.